And we are back with another edition of Wrestling This Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. I don't know if anybody heard that. Yes. Nobody heard that? I heard it. Yeah, because we're taking it to the moon, baby. Once to again. the moon! <laughs> to the moon! Uh, last night, me and the homeboy Anomaly covered night one and night two of Wrestle Kingdom. You know, giving y'all some alternatives to listen to besides us jaw jacking about and complaining about wwe which we're about to probably do right now <laughs> but hey man this is what it is wrestling is trash is the people's podcast whenever you got a gripe and complain or whatever it is you want to talk about pertaining to professional wrestling hit your boy up i'll send you a link we can get in the chat if we could do the goddamn thing so mr anicelli since you called us here today to adjourn on these wrestling streets and whatnot, hurt business in the house, past and present. What you got for us? What we got on the docket? So I guess, what did we all think of Monday's episode with the Legends? I personally did not get to watch it. I just watched the glimpse because uh, I'm moving, all that shit. But uh, I guess for maybe the active watchers, what did you think of it? That, that would be on you because I am not fitting of that category. I am not an active watcher of Monday Night Raw. Matter of fact, I just for the hell of it, I turned it on Monday, not realizing that it was the Legends Night. Mm-hmm. And I was five minutes in and I was like, let me let me grab this Xbox controller real quick and play some uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> All right. So I guess it's on me. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. I understand that they're trying to like promote the legends and draw viewers and stuff. It's the new year. They're trying to get everything going. What's going on, Gabe? Um, but to <laughs> me, it didn't feel like a Legends Night at all. Like, if you go back to like the Raw, you know, 20th anniversary, the Raw 25th anniversary, and all that stuff, it's like the legends were presented so well. I felt like this was just, you know, a way to solidify Randy Orton. The way he was just going around and belittling yes. everybody and just talking shit to him. It's like, who are we really celebrating here? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I felt like they were more trying to enhance Randy's legend killer uh, character. Like, I, I will say this. Uh, the spot with him and Mark Henry, where Mark Henry is, like, in his little walker. And he's, like, trying to wear his little scooter or whatever because he messed up his leg. And, you know, even that, it's like, you're making the world's strongest man walk away with his head down in shame like a little bitch because Randy Orton's punking him out. It's like, damn, that's how we treating our legends. You know, you see Ric Flair getting slapped by Charlotte Flair. And it's like, it's like, damn, this is what we're doing to our legends, you know? And then, and then, you know, not to, you know, throw more fuel on the fire. It was kind of awkward where, you know, uh, Terry showed up and Terry tells, you know, Drew that he hopes he beats his opponent tonight. Who is of African American? Oh. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, 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 just little things. It's like, I, it, it's not me being nitpick. I, I know it's me being nitpicking, but it's just like, come on, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something better than that. And and for everybody out there, for the millionth time, Alicia Fox ain't a fucking legend. <laughs> Alicia Fox is not a legend in any way, shape, or form. I don't know what she's a legend of. What has she accomplished that's legendary? Aside from being the captain of the, of the SmackDown, you know. She was the Divas champion. She was the first oh, African-American yeah. Divas champion. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Breaking down hey, barriers. Man, don't you discount that accolade, goddammit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hurt, hurt business shit right now. You uh, represent the black community. No, I understand that, but I'm sorry. We got the, it's 2021 now. We can call a spade a spade. All right. Yeah, yeah. So the thing, the thing. Oh, oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> the spade, a spade? What is we saying? What is Not, we doing? <laughs> you know what I you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like Alicia yeah. Fox, I'm sorry, she's not categorized as a legend in my eyes. Yeah, then, no, I can see that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's just like some people confuse tenure, yes, with with legend, with legend, with legacy. Yes. Like, let like, me, yes. like, like, Rob, let me ask you a question. Right? What's the most legendary thing Tatanka has ever done in his career? Uh, the war dance and the chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when he sold out to Ted DiBiase, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm sorry. With all due respect, Tatanka ain't a legend. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's like a veterans night. Yeah, veterans you know? night. Or or they can call it raw old school like they did before. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and you know what? I agree with that cuz here coming from me like I guess the younger guy, I only know Tatanka as the guy who did Smackdown what in like 0203 for a little bit mm-hmm. and that was it. That little quick run. So like me, like I get I I know more about Pax than maybe some my age group who've been watching like me, but yeah, I agree. Like someone like him, no. I just think the thing I did like about it from what I read and all the podcasts I listened to is it wasn't like, well, here are our legends going to beat the crap out of our young people all the time. At least the other people go and, and Goldberg, whatever. That's fine. At the end, you got to have storyline. But we all know what our boy Ali said. That was amazing. <laughs> he's, uh, he, <laughs> he spoke from my mind. He, he's just like, I retweeted that with. I, I took that at, at the same sentiment as what people were talking about the new trilogy of Star Wars movies. It's like, oh man, this is that bullshit. They're killing off our nostalgia and all this shit. And when I heard the Ali promo, I retweeted that with a clip from one of the Star Wars movies saying, kill your past. I mean, well, uh, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. And it's along the same shit. Yeah, we know old school shit was cool for its time, for its era, and they did open the door for a lot of the younger talent. They were inspiration mm-hmm. for the current crop of wrestlers we have now. We know that. We yes. acknowledge that. We honor that. But we're trying to make a future yeah. for the next crop of uh, professional wrestling fans or whatever. We've had our era of fans. We have our era of nostalgia. We're trying to create stars and nostalgia for another era right now we can't do that with the same old motherfuckers from other eras <laughs> agreed yeah uh, i agree and then that's what we say like times like this when uh i don't know if tatanka had a streak like that someone can answer yeah, that maybe tatanka had a yeah, good streak in the gap yeah yeah tatanka had a pretty good streak up until he fought uh sean michaels ah, so, there like, he, had, he had a decent streak going they were building him up to like the ic title and stuff but even with that he never truly achieved anything from it but then it's like you get the legends night, and I guess it's gonna kind of go into the next thing. Like then you you finish the show with Goldberg, and Goldberg's the legend. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. He deserves all so those titles. I, I didn't hear all the verbal exchange between the two, but I seen a a, a little snippet of the you know, highlight of it. So, so pretty Goldberg, much what happened. So oh. Goldberg and Little Jimmy are in cahoots. You don't get what I'm saying. So yes. Jimmy I, I crawled in the Jimmy ring behind doing. Drew and got down on all fours and Goldberg pushed him over. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm I i do not know. It's just 
I really hope they 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 do the right thing and have Drew win. That's that's a good point by Dan though. All, all the streaks stop with the click. <laughs> it's true. Except except the Undertakers, damn it. Valid point. It's a valid yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Well, this I, is my thing with the whole Goldberg thing at the end of the night, right? And I understand. I know uh, Meltzer and Alvar- uh, Alvarez, you know, talked about it later on, saying that there was supposed to be a promo from Drew where he was supposed to cut a heelish type promo towards the legends. But the way it came across, it just came across so left field that it didn't make sense. It's like somebody going into, you know, this is the analogy I'll I'll use, right? It's like going into a pizza shop and trying to order a cake. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's like, what does this have to do with anything that occurred throughout the entire night with Drew McIntyre, where he's disrespectful towards legends and all. It's like, it just didn't make sense, but I'm assuming it's WWE, you know, trying to make up for the time that they lost during the match and throughout the night where I guess Drew was ready to cut a promo, like to, to cut some type of a promo. So it's either A, you were trying to turn Drew kind of heelish and Goldberg was supposed to come and save the day, or B, you could have just cut it out and saved it till next week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, if anything, I would have had Drew just cut the promo and have the show just end on like that awkwardness. Like, why is Drew talking about these legends like this? Mm-hmm. Then to just have Goldberg rush out and bury Drew... When it sounds like everything he was saying should have been directed towards Randy, because Randy throughout the entire night was going up to all the legends and talking shit to him and belittling them and saying, "Don't forget, I am the legend killer." You know, by the snap of my fingers, I'll take your ass out. It it felt like it was just directed at the wrong person. It's like, do you know who Randy Orton is? Like Randy Orton don't got long hair and a and a big ass beard. You know, you're looking at the yeah. wrong guy. Like you're talking to the wrong one. Like it just came across so awkward. That even if I wanted to give it a chance, it's DOA. It was DOA you for need, me. They, they should have just done a stare down and not even talked. That yeah. even would have been better. That could have worked. Yeah, because it's just you got to think. I mean, and I she, guess I'm gonna Goldberg I'm gonna is just, Goldberg just narrowed down to a catchphrase anyway. All he had to do is come in the ring, stare down, say pick you're up next. The mic, pause. You're next. Yeah. Look, that could have worked. Yeah, that could work. it's just. So when we started doing these predictions, as I like to call it, me and Rob, I know you've done it, Brian. I try to remember when I asked you, but when we did who is going to win the 2021 Royal Rumble, I think Rob and I started going monthly to do this in like June or July. Yeah. And our first pick was Alistair, Alistair Black. Black. <laughs> How that age? Yeah. <laughs> well, not well. <laughs> not, not well. I'm going with. Thing. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan at this point. You got to go DB versus Roman because I don't know what you guys think. Say Goldberg. The only thing is you got to think Goldberg's going to win as much as you don't want him. If he loses, where does Goldberg get his mania match? Unless he includes, say, Keith Lee wins or say Daniel Bryan wins and Goldberg loses. Is it just Goldberg's second chances at mania or are they going to have Goldberg win and once again, do a Brock Drew thing. I don't know. Like, like this threw me off. Like, literally, on I'll tell you right now, on Sunday, I actually gave a whole different prediction. Because I was like, all right, maybe they're not going with Goldberg or whatever. Or if they do go with Goldberg, I was thinking it was going to be, like most people, was directed towards Roman. Originally, 
you guys know I was I was championing Daniel Bryan. I thought the Bryan Roman storyline makes a lot of sense, and yeah. I'm, and I yeah. still lead that way for the SmackDown brand. Mm -hmm. For the Raw brand, I actually had a different point of view. I actually had a different opinion where I thought about it, and I was just like, let me put all the pieces together and make it like this. And I'll say it for you guys on your show, Rob. Where are they currently filming their shows? Arlen, uh Tampa, Tampa. Yeah, they're in Tampa. Florida. They're in Tampa. Oh, they're okay. gonna get Florida for WrestleMania in, in Tampa. Okay. Um, who lives in Tampa? That is a former WWE superstar that currently yep. isn't isn't on the roster. Who currently does have free time in between filming movies and TV shows, and that could come out at number thirty, get the job done, win the Rumble, and literally turn heel just. Like that. Yes, Cena. John yeah. Cena. I actually wanted to go with Cena because you can build a storyline with two words. Number. No, well, well, that, that works too. Number <laughs> 17. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can literally do three months of building Drew versus Cena for number 17. It's an easy storyline. It's even though there are people who still hate John Cena, which I will still never understand. Like, I'm not a Cena fan, but I'm not a hater of the guy. You could build a storyline that's like, I want the record. And this could be the heel Cena that we always wanted, where he can come and end his career with WWE, pass the torch, because Cena, as much as people say he buries everybody, he elevates a lot of, a lot of talent, too. You know? Hell yeah. He Ray could Wyatt, AJ yeah. Styles. Exactly. Kevin Owens. Nakamura. Nakamura, yep. Nakamura, Nakamura. You know what I mean? Like Same Cena thing. could Cena could have been that transitional piece to get us out of the old school into the new school and pass the torch to Drew and literally come in and do three months of heel work. The whole fear of the name thing that no one ever got to see that he had the custom outfit built for, the music that he never used. Three months of heel Cena to end his career would have been great. Just like when The Rock came back as Hollywood Rock. It could have worked. Which was, which was fucking great. I will say this to the to the end of time. Him and the Hurricane, those three weeks of promos were some of the best promos WWE has ever done. Pure comedy. Pure comedy. But the only thing I, I love that idea. The only thing is, though, Cena is going to be promoting Fast 9 or Furious 78. Are they going to let him do that? Because if you remember when Rock got hurt against Cena, that delayed a lot of time and money and all that. So mm -hmm. I wonder if Cena is under like that alibi where he's like, "Oh no," but no, I agree. I think that's honestly amazing. I now I'm mad because it's and, not going to happen, and I want it to happen. So thanks. And and even <laughs> if we, I'm sorry, that's what I'm known for. And even if we <laughs> injecting Cena into the mix of anything or whatever, we can even put him on the SmackDown side and put him up against Roman because there's some unresolved shit right there. True, because Ro yeah, because Roman already beat him too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it, it was the whole promo that Seema cut on him, which somebody reminded me of last night when he was telling them when uh, Roman was trying to be badass and be like, you're a part-timer and all this other bullshit and sneezed, snapped on his ass talking mm -hmm. about, well, shit, you just mad because I, I can do this part-time, part but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. even do full-time. You know, if you were doing your fucking job, I wouldn't have to come back. How, how much exactly. of that do you think was actually staged? Honestly, I mean, I don't it, know. Based on the fact that Roman kind of like got lost in his words during that little promo, <laughs> yeah, and then Cena just snapped at him. And don't get me wrong, Roman did his thing too and like snapped right back, like he got his lines in too. 
But to me, like I said, with all due respect to Roman, like I said, with Roman's side on SmackDown, you have credible contenders. Okay. Yeah, on Raw, there is nobody built up for Drew. That's why I had a feeling either for Rumble or Mania, they have to bring somebody in. So to me, it makes more sense for them to use Goldberg with Drew than it would have been to use Goldberg versus Roman. But so it doesn't get... mean I'm happy. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Oh, no, no, no. So you, you finish and then I'll go. Because mine's not different, but you finish. Yeah. But no, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, on SmackDown, you have credible people there that could actually contend for that title. You know what I mean? Like, you got guys who are getting wins who, and especially now that Roman is a quote-unquote heel, you know, you could redo Kevin Owens again because people were praising Owens' work. You have a guy like Brian who's always in the reserve that, you know, in case of emergency, break glass. You know, you had the Uso storyline, which has been killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. as much as, as much as like, you know, people look at Jay, it's like, oh, he's still a tag team guy. He has been elevated. He has turned into a main event player, you know, but don't forget, he still has a brother in a tag team that will eventually come up. On the Raw end, you've already wasted Keith Lee in the early part of his run in the title picture. You know what I'm saying? Sheamus, the heel turn, it's like, yeah, we all see it coming from a mile away, but what has Sheamus really done? AJ now is turning face, I guess, you know, with almost. I, I don't know what's going on there. And then who else do you really have? Like, everybody else is involved in the storyline. So for Drew, he needs something fresh. He needs something different. Is the Goldberg thing the best move? No. Is it something to hold us over till Mania? Maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out of Raw. That's the only other reason why it's I just, say it has to be, like, to me, it's either re redoing Goldberg, and like you said, Goldberg's probably going to win, and maybe Drew gets his rematch at Mania but between now yeah. and then. So I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't know. But go ahead, Nick. I, I think Goldberg's going to win, sadly. Drew's going to win at the Chamber. To fight Goldberg. Because here's the thing. Goldberg, we all know, was signed on for two shows a year. And they ain't going to Saudi. Probably, in this year, realistically, this year they probably aren't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're going to have him on at Rumble, you're going to have him on in Mania. So, the only thing is if Goldberg lost, who the hell faces him? Now, granted, you could go easy. You could go easy. All right, Drew beats him, and then Keith Lee fights him. Jackhammer, Jackhammer, you know what I mean? And Goldberg mm -hmm. lets Keith get over. But... This is coming from the guy Goldberg who wouldn't let the Fiend beat him like he was supposed to because he thought it ruined his reputation. Mm -hmm. Man. Think about that. I'm, what I'm thinking about right now, this match is slated for the Royal Rumble, correct? Yes. Yeah. It would have made more sense if, you know, because all this shit we talk about is, you know, our thoughts and hypotheticals and all kinds of things like that. Yes. If the plan, if the plan is Drew versus Goldberg, at WrestleMania, I would have much rather because I mean I don't like it either way if it's in a singles match or put Goldberg in the fucking Rumble. You know that way you still get the same result with like with one less match essentially. You know yeah, Goldberg but ain't I really got to do shit. You can put him in at thirty. You can put him in at fifteen. You can put him in at twenty eight. You could you just come in, do a couple things, yeah, throw bitches out, and that's it. You know I don't think I'd want Goldberg to win the Rumble. Yeah, and it's just doing and, and I can kind of see that as well because like people, that's a young person's people body, yeah. people want someone re relatively new to win the rumbles or whatever and to put Goldberg in the rumble. The, it's gonna be complaints about oh he took a spot 
oh, it's Goldberg. Why you got to be in the Rumble? He, and it'll just sour people, even if Goldberg wasn't slated to win the Rumble. Just him being in the Rumble is going to sour people on it, period, because, the, oh, he, he's got to win. He, we know he's going to win or some yeah. bullshit like yeah. that. So. The, only, the only veteran who's going to win, who would win that no one would care about is Daniel Bryan, honestly. True, but he's, still, but he's an active member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the only thing I don't like about like the Goldberg storylines and the Lesnar storylines, granted, I agree. No, <laughs> is like you think about it. You can realistically like if Goldberg and Drew fight at Mania, you know Drew's gonna win. And I guess I don't. I just heard this <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't like the easy prediction match. Even last year before COVID, when they were building up to Drew and Lesnar, as great as a match it probably could have been, even in person. I'm not a fan of when you know they're going to win. Like, kind of example, Rob, we were there. We knew Seth was going to beat Lesnar. It was still a hype moment because it was WrestleMania. It started the show, everything. But Kofi and Brian was better because, one, the storyline. But, two, you really didn't know if Kofi was going to win. Like, when Kofi generally got that three count, it was like, whoa. Because then you could go back to the whole Booker T, Triple H thing. Everyone probably thought Booker T was going to be Triple H at that mania. And he didn't. So nope. it's like, that's that's the only thing I like. Triple about H has like, to vanquish all the legends of WCW. Just, that's yeah, why just, when he went up against Sting, he was on stage with those heads in the bag to represent every WCW legend that he conquered. <laughs> he ain't wrong. But it's, it's just, just think about the, like when they do DB and Roman. It's going to be good because is Roman going to win to cement the legacy more or is DB going to be the one to get him off it? Mm-hmm. So that's why I like that. Man, man, fuck her off. And, and I'll <laughs> say this too. I'm a, I'm a Brian Danielson fan. And to me, I, I'm personally at the point where if I had to pick a winner in that match, if, if it is Roman and Brian, I would still go with Roman. Oh, you know absolutely. I, mean? I would keep the whole, and don't get me wrong, the tribal chief thing, I am 100% behind it. Like, I'm one of those people that at first was not a fan of Roman. And it was, to me, it was like, all right, he's getting this way too soon. He's definitely not ready in my eyes. And as a, as a person who's watched pro wrestling for 36 years, I've been on this earth. You know what I mean? Like I could see, you know, I'm not, I'm not a pro. I've never, like I've been in the ring and trained. I've had a couple matches, but I've never been one of those people that's like, oh, I made it to like dark matches and all this other shit. No, I'm just the guy who wrestled locally. But I also know and can see, you know, when something isn't done right, because I understand the basics. And at the yeah. time, Roman wasn't, he could barely do the basics. It's like, we watched Nia Jax, it's like, yeah, no, she's horrible. And we could tell she's horrible by just watching her. You know, you don't got to be a pro to know that she's horrible. Mm-hmm. But Roman now has elevated himself, and his matches work around him. It's not him working to other people, it's other people working to him. You know what I'm saying? So for him and Brian, I'm actually all for Roman keeping the belt. Surprisingly. Yeah. Because I think Brian would elevate him in the ring, like tech, like wrestling wise, it would be a great matchup. But it would be that one win where Roman, to me, wrestling wise, needs that stamp of I had a great match. Like, don't get me wrong, the story with Jay Uso is great. Kevin Owens is a great brawl, great fight. But Brian would bring that wrestling match out of Roman that we need to see, and it would be great for him to do it at WrestleMania. And well, with all due respect to Brian, he doesn't need another title run. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind if he had a title run, but yeah, it would be great for him to, you know, what I'm saying get one more in. But right now, it works for Roman. Like right now, we should be building around Roman compared to before when they were forcing us to build around. Yeah. Roman. You know and, what I think the problem is too is though, like back in the day in the Attitude Era, right? You had Austin and Rock. 
could both Why you be baby. Up shit, Nick? <laughs> you had baby, you had baby faces and heels. Then mm-hmm. once Cena came along, this isn't a rag on Cena. I've loved Cena. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'll still say John Cena sucks like everyone else, but I like him. But what the problem? Nick? He was the he was <laughs> no, he was the only one until for years could maintain continuously being a baby face until honestly probably about 2014 or 15. Then I was like, I do like. It's been like 10 plus years of this. We're kind of sick of your shit. But WWE, I felt, wanted that. Continue that with Roman. You always can always only be a baby face. That's it. That's it. That's it. But it's like, look at the attitude that are like Rock was there, one of the, their biggest star. And he was a heel a lot of the time. I think they're finally realizing, yo, like our biggest dude, which is Roman now, mm-hmm. can be a heel. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that. I think they just wouldn't accept that their biggest star could be a heel because you still see if you follow Roman on Twitter, he'll put his little comments like about storylines, but he'll still go out there and share his tweets about leukemia stuff, which is fine. Because I mean, it was a thing to where like it depends on the person as well, because a lot of that stuff. Well, Cena was open about you know, changing and doing different things with his character. But there was also a time to where he didn't want to change his character because of the Make-A-Wish shit and all the other things. Yeah. So it also depends on the person itself. I mean, Roman, I think if they tell him to go out and do this, he would be like, all right, cool, and go out and do it. I don't think there'd be too much of a a fuss about it. You know, that's just, it depends on the person in the situation. To go back to old Roman shit, you talk about he wasn't ready. I think he was just a victim of a lot of circumstances. Yes. He got hurt when he was uh with the hernia when he was um getting over with the fans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when he should have won that rumble, he didn't win the rumble. He didn't even have to win the match at WrestleMania if that's what it was going to lead to. Mm-hmm. But he should have had that opportunity, and they pulled that shit away from him. Then he got stuck in that damn that shit when it went overseas, and a lot of people couldn't come back. He got stuck in that shit. Mm-hmm. Then we got the meningitis. Yeah, he was supposed to be the sole survivor. The one that Dolph Ziggler was um, for, mm-hmm. so he had prime opportunities to put him in a prominent position, but he was as always a victim of circumstance. And then, and then you, the one big circumstance that's not on him was 2015 winning that Rumble, and it was mm-hmm. only because Daniel Bryan came back. And it's not yeah. no disrespect so, Daniel Bryan, but you can think, like, yeah, Daniel Bryan was like white hot. He was killing it. So like, it wasn't. I don't think it was the fans shitting on Roman then. I think it was the fans shitting on WWE. Yeah. Because if you remember, well, Rob, I guess you were there at that Mania match. Before Rollins cashed in, who was, like, more people cheering for, generally? There was on the Brock train. There were people in the stands. And you know how Roman came down through the rafters? Jumping in front of the dude, flipping him the bird, and doing all kind of shit. Just, like, it was... (laughs) It was horrible. It was just like, wow. Also from that same WrestleMania, Buku, Rusev fans. Everybody wanted Rusev to win. They had Russian, I mean, not the Russian, Bulgarian, Bulgarian. flags in the crowd just being woe, wave all around and everything. They wanted Rusev to win that shit, but nah. It's, it's just, like, it's nah, crazy nah. As, as awful as what's he going on. He came out on the like goddamn it. tank. <laughs> he also had sex like, in the tank. Yeah. See? Why wouldn't you but, want that man to win? <laughs> as, as awful as it is to say, because obviously COVID's not good, COVID was the best thing to happen to Roman Reigns, though. Because if COVID didn't happen, he would have beat Goldberg. He'd still be wearing the vest. He'd still be coming out. 
Miss Universe champ. Like, do whatever. It's crazy because they changed everything about him. Heel, he doesn't wear a shirt. He wears a gold glove now. It's ever, the only thing they kept was his music, which I like that music. Personally, I like it. I, yeah. I, I'm I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I was just like, if he's going to make the change, I mean, you get rid of that shit too. But then, you know, it was back to me uh, asking myself the same question. It's like, man, they need to get him out of that vest and all this other bullshit. But then I was just like, damn, well, what would this motherfucker wear? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was just like, ah, well, fuck it, just, just, I guess, work with it. I think I mean, it's because it's I think it's because he didn't have, he didn't have a single like, he didn't have a long FCW or NXT really run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not like they had something to revert back to. Kind of like when Ambrose, when he split, he kinda went Moxley. You know what I mean? They just obviously royally. Uh, he was down in um when. When he was down to FCW early NXT or whatever, Reigns used to wear suits and he yep. used to wear trunks. Yep. And there was also yeah, a period time trunks. where he wore the um the beads and the freaking I I ain't the I wild thing. Yeah, the little, I, don't know. I, I ain't trying to be disrespectful, like the little yeah, hula so, yeah. shit. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, but, I don't I don't know what it is either. But yeah. I don't know. I just I just think I hope BB wins the rumble, but it just sucks because Goldberg's gonna win. And it's crazy. You know how you know like what awful WWE? Goldberg, if he wins, this will be his fifth championship reign to include WCW. So that means he had one in WCW. He had that one that lasted a month in WWE when he beat Triple H. That means two out of his four current title reigns was that bullshit one over Kevin Owens and over and over the Fiend. Mm-hmm. It's like they could have done that then. But, but to me, with but, Goldberg, but, too, what, he, what, what, what kills me with him is... His WWE runs, if you really look at them, even though he's winning championships, they're not booked right. Like every run he's ever done in WWE has been a shitty run. Like I, I don't get it. Like I understand people defend it. They love go. Don't get me wrong. You like who you like. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to judge you and hate you for who you like or whatever. But if you really look at Goldberg's runs, none of them ever make sense. None of them were really that good. And there's always something negative that comes out about it. like he are you talking about the runs or the matches the, the both <laughs> the, well in total you can look at the promos from back in the day like remember the whole thing with him and brock like how great was that you know i just think with goldberg they're not using him like they should like at the end of the day <laughs> facts chris <laughs> well yeah what brock lesnar right everyone loves brock i don't care who you are everyone loves brock that rumble last year was amazing that he, he was he dancing MVP's music like he's great, but he just no one just like seeing him with the title. Like yeah. they were doing good with Goldberg. He came in, squashed Lesnar after all them years. Then Vince like got an erection and was like, "Nope, we're gonna put." Because them two easily could have fought again at that WrestleMania without the title. They mm-hmm. just had that problem of putting these big names like Brock. Well, not big names, it's Brock Lesnar and Goldberg with the title. But then it kind of makes you think: Do you think Lesnar fights at this Mania? Maybe. And if so, who? Who? Because if they're going to go, do you think Keith Lee? Maybe Lesnar's your Rumble winner. Maybe. They're running back, him and Drew. Yeah. How would you feel? Or, How would yeah, you I feel? Think that, I think there would be more, more juice for the squeeze if you put uh, Brock on SmackDown and he had the confrontation with Roman. Agree with oh, that, too. That's what I want. And Brock's on his own. But what if on the Raw side, say Brock, say Drew wins. Oh, we'll say Drew loses, so Goldberg wins. Mm. 
Lesnar comes back, wins the Rumble. Thrice in the lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Then Drew, Drew, long story short, somehow he gets to a a fatal four-way with Drew, Brock, Goldberg, and Keith. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it because they are actually using current talent. You know, I'd rather see Brock against either Keith Lee or Roman, but it's obviously that, it's gonna- that would have just been cool. What just a thing just to do, just because you don't even need a hype package or whatever. Keith Lee just bumping the go, uh, I keep saying Goldberg and Brock because mixing them up. You, you bump into uh, freaking Brock in the hallway and be like, Hey, bitch, hey, you <laughs> bitch. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. How about this? Just Brock and Keith Lee at Mania. I'm yeah, okay with that. Yeah, I, I, that's what I want. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Even if Keith Lee eats the, I know people be like, oh, you know, you're going to bury young talent. Nah, even if he goes against Brock and loses, I'm okay with that. Because you know why? It allows Brock to elevate another young person. I know, especially on my show, we get into it back and forth about, you know, someone giving the rub or carrying and blah, blah, blah. Brock Lesnar is a draw. As much as some people don't agree with it, Brock is a draw. The way he's being utilized is being this killer machine, you know, destroy everybody, suplex city bitch, all that stuff. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I was okay with Brock having those runs where he wasn't showing up for a couple of weeks because what are we going to do with him anyway? You know what I'm saying? Plus, it makes his title matches feel bigger. You know what I'm saying? I was okay with that. It's just like in, in, in boxing and in MMA, you know, the world champion ain't fighting every month. You know what I'm saying? It takes a couple months for someone to actually be built up as a contender to fight the guy. So I was actually okay with the whole Brock run. Um, What I wasn't okay with was the fact that, you know, he really was just showing up and just bouncing. It's like, all right, Brock, you could say a word or two. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could talk some shit. You know, we'll never forget Eddie Guerrero Mariachi. <laughs> I will never forget that. You know what I'm saying? Or him yeah. and Kurt Angle. He's he's entertaining. He's great. He's very entertaining. That's a, it's funny because this younger generation, for the past like six or seven years, has no idea how great Brock Lesnar really is. Like they just yeah, see, oh, he's with Paul Heyman. He doesn't talk. He doesn't do nothing. He just stands there. Yeah, but trust me, the motherfucker's gold. He's good. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, think about it, because Brock. I guess a little tangent here. Brock's first WWE run, instantly Hall of Famer right there. Just off yeah. that. And that was literally technically a year and a half. Yeah. Technically. And, uh, I think right? at, that, then, at that point in time, he was one of the youngest uh, WWE champions. He, <laughs> he, was. Until, uh, he was until Randy. Mm-hmm. Then you have just, he does so much little things. Like, look how he elevated Samoa Joe. I thought that was awesome, him and Joe. I mm-hmm. thought that was great. Then you have little things like last year, I, I read about it. When one of the times when him and this is before COVID, right before, but him and Drew were already like fading off. This that time when Drew kept hitting him with claymores and ran back out and hit him on stage. And I guess there's like glimpses of videos of Lesnar while he's on the ground telling Drew, like, pick up the title, pick up the title. Like Brock's entertaining. He's smart. He knows the business. Because I don't even care. That Rumble match he was in last year, that was a hard spot to be in. I will give him props up and down for that Rumble match. I thought it's funny because me and Mr. Bird actually booked a Rumble match based around Brock Lesnar. Like, we literally spent an hour basing a Rumble around Brock Lesnar. That's what you do with Brock Lesnar. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, people got to remember, Brock is a commodity. Like, it's not like the whole Goldberg thing. There's two totally different things between Goldberg and a Brock Lesnar. Like, I will take Brock's career over Goldberg's career any day, with all due respect to his WCW run. But Brock Lesnar was – was a prodigy like he legit was the next big thing 
and they treat him like the next big thing. Like even to this day, they treat him like he's a big deal. I, I tell you, I, I put it in this way: Goldberg was on the cover of uh, WCW Mayhem, which was a shitty game. There you Horrible. Go. Brock Horrible. was on Here Comes the Pain. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. There's the example right there. But and no. wasn't he? Yeah, and he was on Two K Seventeen. That is true. He was. See. There so. you go. But no, but I mean, like, the booking of Brock has always been good. Like, I don't have any complaints about Brock's career, even his return. Like, at first, people were like, oh, well, he lost to Cena. He lost to Triple H. It's like, yeah, like, don't worry about that bullshit. Worry about all the other shit he did. But to me, I feel like a Brock Lesnar will give back to this business when the time is right. Like, like you were talking about with the whole thing with Drew, where he was like, you know, oh, you know, pick up the belt. And he's, like, leaning over and telling him to do this. If you go back to the Rumble and you watch that Claymore kick, that he gave when he eliminated him after Ricochet oh, loaded him. It he was sold that. It was and not even that he sold it. He put his face right there for Drew to kick. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. Brock oh, Lesnar. That was even when um the one time that uh self hit him with that curb stomp and he yeah. fucking yeah, changed yeah, the goddamn <laughs> yep. when, when Brock will sell for you, he will sell for you. He will make you look like a million bucks when the time is right. That's the one thing I will always say about Brock Lesnar. You can talk about how Vince treats him or how they're booking him. Brock will always do right by the business when the time is right. If he believes in you, he will sell for you. He yes, will make you look exactly. good. He will make you yep. look like a million bucks. And then there's like a few other things like with Brock, like when you talk about it, right? It's just like he's been in predicaments where he's had the belt for a long time because it was WWE fucking up. Mm-hmm. What's um, up? So to, to Ryan's point there. Yes. If he believes in you, he'll daggone make you look good. Yes. So what, what, what was the deal with Dean Ambrose? <laughs> I guess he didn't believe in that motherfucker. Well, no, he did. He, I mean, he said that. He said it. Yeah. Brock had no interest in that match. He, but, had no, he had none whatsoever in that match. Yeah. And if, like, kind of like I was saying, though, right? So Brock wasn't champion. He beat Cena in 2014, which I thought was fine. Right? Mm-hmm. And then um, whoever got over on him, I forget who it was. Oh, Seth finally was the one. But anyway, right? Then you got to think. You got to have him beat Goldberg for the title at that WrestleMania because Goldberg's leaving Brock, whatever. Then they should have. The only time they shouldn't have put the title on Brock when they shouldn't have was at Crown Drool after Roman had the relinquish it or whatever. They should have had uh, Braun win that match, in my opinion. But you got to think. He did the job right after the Seth. He did the job to friggin' Seth again. At SummerSlam, he did the job to Drew. He mm-hmm. did twice to Drew. If you want to consider, I'm telling you, I think he uh, he he knows what's up. Brock, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Brock, and you got to think, even that awful match that he had at Mania with Roman, the uh, the Mania New Orleans drop, the one you were at, where it was a man or yeah. whatever. Fucking, um, you could tell, like, yeah, okay, Brock might be there as kind of more of a business guy, do what he has to do and leave. But if he didn't care about entertaining and getting people to do whatever, would he have been that pissed off that he called Vince McMahon an asshole and threw a belt at him? Agreed. Because if he didn't care, he would have just walked back there and went about his business. That's why I think he made it a point. Because he wants to entertain. He made it a point that following year in Mania, if you watch the WWE 24 on WrestleMania in New York, that was scheduled to go second to last. Yep. I think Brock saying, no, F this. On my hat wedding, what happened last year happened again. Put me mm. on first. I think that was the best thing ever. Yeah. I think that was the best thing ever because 
we were there. That was a long-ass day. If you had that go second to last, even if it was that quick, everyone was already exhausted between Kofi alone. Just Kofi alone sucked everything out of everyone. I'll tell you right now, if I, I personally think that Brock wasn't a fan of the whole Kofi thing. Like, the eight seconds thing, I don't yeah, think yeah. he was a fan of that, like, personally. And with all due respect, I with all due respect to Kofi, because we all know, you know what I'm saying, like, we all know how the wrestling community is, how people will be like, oh, you know, Team Kofi, and then all of a sudden they all disappear from Team Kofi's side. Yeah. It's just, to me, it was just like, I felt like Brock wanted to work with Kofi. Like you could just look in his eyes and just be like, "Yeah, this is it. like." He looked like he was just going in, getting the job done, and walking out. Like that—that's all because it was for Fox. But like I was saying before about him actually caring for people, look at what he did for Samoa Joe. How much offense did he sell for Samoa Joe? You know what I'm saying? I thought Joe was going to beat him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was legit that good. He thought a lot of people was going to beat him. Yeah, he, he it, when the time is right, Brock will sell for you. Brock will make it look like Brian. Remember Brian? Yeah, hell yeah, and AJ, people, both of them. People were looking at that match like, oh, he's gonna eat them alive. And what did he do? He made them look like stars to the point where you're like, holy shit, Brian's gonna win. And then you know, Brock ends up winning the thing. But uh, really quick, I want to actually, I was gonna say, I, I saw Anthony's thing about the uh, young roster guys. I want to transition to it really quick, B Rob. I know what you're oh, showing yeah. off. Hey, that's what we do here. But uh, you talked about this earlier with the whole Mustafa Ali thing, right? Could you elaborate more on that? Because I do want to talk about that too. About what Mustafa Ali is you working? Damn. But but the goddamn is you getting mauled? <laughs> help me, help me, please. He says he's in DC. He's in DC. Oh shit! He's trying to take over the capital. <laughs> we, we got oh it, it is. Yeah. All right. So what were you saying though about Ali? Yeah. Yeah. No, if you if you uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about the Ali thing, right? Yeah. And I've been saying this on our show too. I don't understand. Like as much as everyone's shitting on Retribution, right? Mm -hmm. Mustafa Ali is an amazing promo. Yes, he is. And what he said on that show were straight facts. And if you listen to what he said, and I know people were like, "Oh, you're disrespecting old people." Listen to what he said, he word even, for word. He, he goes address that part too. Yeah, he even said that. He goes, if you think I'm talking too fast, you're listening too slow. He goes, I understand that these people pave the way, okay? He understands that these legends pave the way. But what he said also was, when is it my turn to walk on this path? He mm -hmm. stated what I think a lot of wrestling fans have been talking about for the longest time. What I just was talking about a little while ago. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, it's like, why isn't this stuff on Raw? Why aren't these promos on Raw? The same thing with a couple of weeks ago with Big E and Paul Heyman. Why wasn't that on SmackDown? Or, or Ricochet's promo. Ricochet's promo Ricochet's on promo. Why isn't that on Raw? Hell, I, I bet you most people don't even know that Mustafa or Mustafa Ali and Retribution had a segment on Main Event where he gave the microphone to everybody and said, tell them why you're here. And literally every member of Retribution explained why they're there for that cause. On Raw, we have yet to see that. So unless you're on the network watching main event, which I don't think a lot of people are, or on Hulu watching main event, like most people probably are, nobody hears this. We want to talk about building new stars. Give the new stars opportunity to be built. Don't mm -hmm. say this. Don't, with all due respect to Talking Smack and Raw Talk, as much as I enjoy the shows when I watch them, 
That stuff should be on your main show. Millions of people tune into your main show and don't get to see this. But the hardcore, underground, whatever you want, the niche fans, whatever, we're the ones who know this, and we're sitting there telling other people, this is what you guys should be watching. This should, this is what should be on your main show. And it never happens. That's To me as a fan, it baffles the hell out of me. Yeah. We got the mayor in the building. What's up, my man? You moving in slow motion. He's smoking a cigar like he normally do. What's going on, dude? <laughs> Oh, you just gonna come in and chew up the scenery? I think his I think his audio is off. Y'all got you got to the point that I wanted to talk about with you. Uh, we can't hear you, man. Yeah, get, uh, see if we can get yourself situated and hit us back. But we, I know, I agree. This is just, and it's the times like this at the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Okay, can we, uh, can we let's go on a positive note. Are we all still Team Bianca for Rumble? Do we think she's going to take it? Yes. Yes. So do we agree it's going to be Bianca and Sasha, and then we think it's going to be Charlotte and Asuka because they'll, like, break up or some bullshit? Most likely, yeah. That's what it's leading to. Yeah, because uh, she got to get a win back. She got beat twice by Charlotte. <laughs> it's just the and thing is that makes Charlotte me think. Is a star. <laughs> The thing, the thing that makes me think, though, about Rumble, right? So we'll say they do Goldberg and just flat out Goldberg and Drew again. You got Roman and DB. You got we'll, – we'll just talk the men's here. Who do you have from these rosters? You're probably going to do Edge and Randy again. Mm-hmm. Who do you – like, who's the Fiend going to work with? I want to see on SmackDown at least Big E and Rollins. I think that'd be cool. I'm actually a huge fan of that. Huge fan of that. But – but are they going to do these multi? Because they have a lot of people. You know, WrestleMania, they do want to advertise everyone. With all KO's been doing, you probably like. Do you see them maybe doing ladder matches at least for one of the belts, like US or Intercontinental? I don't know. I mean, personally, if if we're not doing I, Keith Lee versus Brock, I would love to see Brock versus um, Lashley for the US title. That won't happen. I would love it, but it won't. Man, I would just want the match in general. It don't even have to be for yeah. it. don't have to be for a title, yeah, but you know what I mean? I just, I, I'd be down for that, too. I, I just want to see Brock and Lashley. I, they, those two yeah. guys have never touched. That's the kicker. They've you, never touched. If you, if you were booking a six-man ladder match for the IC title right now, SmackDown roster, you got Big E, mm-hmm. probably got Rollins in there. Yep. You put KO in there. Put Sammy in there. Mm-hmm. Probably Ray. Yep. And who could be the six? Is there a big name from SmackDown I'm missing? I just haven't said. Goddamn Otis. <laughs> honestly, yeah, no, honestly, they probably put Otis. Either Otis or Corbin. Corbin. Cor- Corbin. Corbin's been a good hand, man. As much as we shit on Corbin on our show, mm-hmm. Corbin, Corbin, Corbin owned this King thing. Like it wasn't like King Booker. I think he's up. Or King Sheamus. Or King Sheamus, but but Corbin. King, owned- uh, uh, was that uh? Regal. No, 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 no. Keem Regal is awesome. Uh, your boy, Stu Barrett, Wade Barrett. Oh, Barrett. bad Barrett. news, Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I, I'll say this. I, I actually, I was a fan of the King gimmick. I, I think they need to do another King of the Ring, which should be held in Providence. By the that way, that should be every fucking year. Agreed. You know, we are the we are the royal country, as as I say. But um, you know, what I mean, Austin like Creed. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pulling for Creed. Creed Creed's wishing it into existence, man. I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna keep all the new day. Like you do with G four. Yeah. 
So he's great. Hey, he congrats on G4, man. Props to him. I'm so happy he got it. But uh, to me, I, I think Corbin has done a lot. He's been very consistent. He's always there. When was the last time he was injured? You know what I mean? Like the guy, he's steady there. He eats all the crap. You know, the dude dealt with dog food. Uh, reward him. Reward him yeah, and put him in the He has a YouTube channel where he cooks steaks. <laughs> which, which looks bomb. Yeah, yeah. his steaks always no, look good. He's always tweeting something. Mm-hmm. But who do you, so I guess we're saying all these names, but where's the fiend at Mania? I think it's still him and Randy, man. So what about that, Edge? Edge okay. is going to be back. Oh, Edge is there too. He's, triple threat. Nah, triple threat. I would like match. it, but nah, I don't know, man. It's just is a, a whole crazy thing because the thing with the fiend and Orton is not resolved. I mean, you throw Edge in the mix. I mean, it is what it is because that's not resolved. Hmm. But unless may unless for some reason maybe Randy doesn't nah, I was gonna say maybe Randy doesn't work mania. How, how about this? No, I, I, heard, right I, I heard at I heard at Firefly Funhouse they might do a Firefly Funhouse match, right? Randy and Bray at Rumble. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's what I've been hearing too. Yeah, so uh, like you do so, with but, the, but the thing, yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. So okay, they'll probably do I bet you literally the same thing. Just with Orin, which I think would be cool because I'll probably talk about how Orin was like a douchebag back in the day and all this other shit. But like, usually you kind of fade away after. Unless maybe they do AJ and Edge. Actually, completely forgot about that. I would be Edge cool with that. A- a- Edge put AJ right at the top of his list. I kind of think is a short term, not you know later on. It's going to lead to a tag match with AJ and Almas and Elias and Riker. Well, that's gonna suck. <laughs> I, I just I, want, I, I want to what Almas can do. I want him to be good because he's huge. Hmm? He's huge. Yeah, he's huge. He's bigly. And then, I wonder when Strowman's gonna come back. That's another thing, man. Like, what are we doing with Strowman? Like, there's so many people right now that are just and lost. Strowman. Off. I don't you know. See what, how ripped? You see how ripped he is now? I don't think it has anything to do with those B12 shots. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that's what you that's what you gotta do when uh you ain't getting used because you fucking up or whatever. Yeah, because he <laughs> you uh, just go home and get ripped. <laughs> yeah. Because sadly he dropped they dropped the ball. Strowman didn't do as good as I wanted him to do with that title. As much as I like Strowman at first, man, they dropped the ball with him so many times. I don't. You need, need to work on that promo shit. Remember, he was talking against the fiend, and the motherfucker didn't take a breath. He's just going to do what you're all doing. I'm going to go do it. I, I got to get you body everything that was wrong with me, and now you're manifesting in the thing. I don't like how he talks the mic like like this. Like he's about to eat it. Is that Ric Flair on yeah. your phone? <laughs> oh, 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 I thought it really was. I thought it was. <laughs> oh, angle, hey. like Rick Flair. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, they both styling and profiling. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know what he's like, I'm going to beat your ass, Brock Lesnar. This Because, I, I mean, I've said this yesterday, and I said it leading into the, the beginning of the show. Usually when we're talking about this, these motherfuckers is some negative shit or how they fucking up or whatever. But do we have any positives? Do we have some light that we want to shed on professional wrestling right now? Uh, Hurt business is always killing it or whatever. But uh, we kind of want to steer uh, away from the WWE right now. Do we have any AEW news? 
we just watched a well, tribute show not too long ago, and that was fucking awesome. Phenomenal. That was great. Phenomenal that was that was phenomenal. Yeah, I just think uh I think AEW is killing it. Like I said, it's sometimes it's hard for me to get into, but overall I'm a, I'm a fan of it. But just what do you never mind, we can't talk about it. It's negative. I'll bring it up later. It's AEW, but it's negative. But um no, I think they're doing I think they're doing good. I think I still like Daily's place. I think that's awesome where they have it at, mm-hmm. personally. I'm just a big fan. I'm excited to see Moxley come back tonight. You know, and, Omega, cool. I'm cool yeah. with it. And then um, me and Anomaly talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, all these possible connections and whatnot for what AEW is. It, what it what it looks like AEW is trying to do the connection with Impact, um, AAA, and um, presumably um, reconnecting with New Japan because Moxley is going to be facing somebody here soon, uh, Kenta, uh, for the IWGP United States title. Is that going to um, be in Japan or right here? I think I it's going to be states. It's going to be in Japan. All no, right. I think it's going to be here in America at uh, the yeah, yeah. Cali. Yeah, because um. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, see, there you go. Because they have a yeah, they want New Japan has a dojo in um Cali, yeah. and they're doing um American show tapings on uh, New Japan Strong in Cali. So we got that going on. So it's just like it seems like what we was talking about last time, how they just got all these connections everywhere. Marty Scroll got let go from ROH, or mm-hmm. he didn't get let yeah. go. They they parted ways. Amicably. I heard WWE wants him though. Yeah, they've wanted him for a while. But do but. You, I see him just going to AEW, right? Being loyal with the boys and all that. I mean, I don't know how loyal he would be right now based on the fact that, you know, even going back to All In, there was always a, a rumor that there was a little bit of dissension at All In. Mm-hmm. Based after on the Okada match, right? Yeah, after the Okada match because I guess it ran a little bit too long and the they were afraid that it was going to cut off before the end of the show when they came out and give that big speech or whatever. Um, and if you look at the big speech, he was the one member of the of the quote unquote elite that wasn't there. Like he was the only one that wasn't at ringside or that wasn't in the ring with them when they were all talking at the end of the show. So, and at the same time, money wise, if WWE is throwing big bucks at you, and if your friendship isn't too strong, you may look the other direction, and it might be WWE's pickup. And don't get me wrong, NXT he will be phenomenal. He'll come across as a huge star. Um, we all know what happens when you go to the main roster, so we won't even talk about that right now. But um, honestly, if Marty was smart, maybe it is WWE. If it, if he's in for the money and the fame, maybe it is WWE. If he wants to have a good old time, he goes hang out with his boys, goes to AEW, probably still make a decent amount of money. Um, but I don't know. I really don't know what they what they're going to do with the guy. Oh, uh, one thing I want—I've completely forgot about that dude, man. Until I seen the ROH posting, and I was just like, "Oh shit, I forgot he was a guy there." Yeah, <laughs> and, you know and don't what get I me wrong, to... a great talent. Yeah, one thing I want to talk about—I sent this screenshot to Rob. So there's this page on Twitter called Wrestle Votes. They break a lot of news, apparently, and they sent they tweeted this this morning. Just heard an interesting story. Dot dot dot. NXT talent was slated to be called up to SmackDown last week. As of Showtime, was written into the main event segment with Reigns, Uso, and KO. Said talent is on tonight's big NXT card. So curious to see if it was a push, if it was pushed a week or scraped altogether. Who would that have been? Because Ciampa, I don't think, is Ciampa fighting tonight? 
Uh, he. Sh- I don't know if he's fighting this week or next week, but him and Thatcher are supposed to have the fight pit. The only people I, I can think of is either it had to have been Champa because maybe he was going to be come to KO side because KO helped him at War Games. That's actually a really good point. War Games. You gotta, you gotta say it, baby. Honestly, I'm, I'm still banking on Undisputed Era. I don't know why. I feel like it's their time. They don't. Have, they have I nothing like else them. to. Huh? I said I like them. Oh yeah, I love, I love those guys. I've been a fan. Of, I've been an ROH guy for years, so I've been following them for a while. But to me, in WWE on NXT, there's really nothing left for them to do. Like, I don't get me wrong. I understand why they're pushing for O'Reilly to get the main event push now. Because he's the youngest out of all of them. He's a guy who has like immense talent. He's over as hell. Um, Cole and Roderick are now in the Dusty Classic as the team representing Undisputed Era. And people that have been in the Dusty Classic have been on the main roster as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was UE that was supposed to show up. You know what I mean? Maybe they could be the ones to come after Roman. Or hell, even Cole winning the Rumble. We don't know. It could be a possibility. But I feel like right now, them pushing um, O'Reilly in the title picture is just solidifying his future status as a star. So with all due respect to Roderick, I love Roderick Strong. I've been a fan of him since Generation Next. The dude has been a great wrestler, but he's getting older. You know, Bobby Fish is like 43, 44 years old. You know what I'm saying? He gets hurt a lot. And he does get hurt a lot, you know? The two youngest ones are Cole and O'Reilly. I don't even. I think O'Reilly might just be thirty or thir- around 30, 31 years old, or maybe even younger. Maybe still in his twenties. So I feel like they were just trying to elevate him and show that he has, you know, what I'm saying, like future star power written all over him as like a legit fighter, MMA influence. Al O'Reilly is thirty three years old. Is he really? I was just. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so he's in his younger thirties too. So him and Cole are around that like younger age bracket. So, um, but to me, it's. UE has nothing left to prove in NXT. You know what I'm saying? Like, 31 years old. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're the younger ones. So to me, them getting called up, it's about damn time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this past year, I understand why they were there, especially with Keith Lee leaving and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm a Kyle O'Reilly mark too. I was there when he won the title, um, you know, and Ring of Honor and stuff. But I, I don't know what it is with Undisputed Era. I feel like maybe Triple H is trying to keep them down there and trying to separate them and, like, no, Vince, you don't need to see these four dudes. Don't worry about what they're doing. But eventually they do need the call-up, and maybe it was them that could have been slated for that spot. I don't know. I just, I just don't see them getting called up unless it's all four at once. That's the Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. It has to be all four at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't I think don't it's going to be Cole or O'Reilly separately. I think if, if they go, they're all going. Or at least three of them. I I take the uh, uh, freaking Cole, freaking fish, and uh, uh, Cole fish, and goddamn Roderick, and let O'Reilly do his own shit. I wouldn't be mad at that either. I just hope they don't mess up Karrion Cross. I'm a huge dude, fan of him. Dude, 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 dude. Listen to what the fuck you just said, and the company that he works for. Listen to what yeah, you I- just said. And the company he works for. You hope they, being WWE, no, don't Man. fuck up carrying <laughs> Cross. You hope that. I, I'm going to boo you right now. I'm going to boo you right now. I mean, the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like I mean, it's not like they have a track record of ruining you know NXT call ups. 
Besides what? Keith Lee's obviously their biggest one, I would say, honestly, right? Would you say Keith Lee's probably the biggest one they've they already screwed the up? Bag, right? No, I would say Seth. I, I would say the the Shield were the biggest. Screw Even ups? Huh? Oh, screw ups, screw ups. Oh, oh no. yeah, that's why I said Keith. Oh no no screw ups no EC three. Oh yeah EC three. How, how do you how do you have EC three debut? He points at a mirror. He defeats a former world champion, then loses to a former world champion, and then is chasing a 24-7 title. You know what? Yeah, so there's still talent, too, that haven't been signed from that. Like, I can't believe Zack Ryder really, it's really isn't signed with a company. Well, I mean, he I can kind of believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, no. yeah I don't know. Him and Cody Rhodes are boys. True, true. And? Do you see any of them coming back? Who got fired and haven't been? Who hasn't been signed somewhere? I guess besides him, honestly. Oh man, I'm trying to. I got to think back to April now. I know. Well, I mean, we know people that are working, but I mean, ACH is still working. Leo Rush is still working. Matter of fact, they got fights tonight. Oh, was that last night? What was it? I'm sorry. Maybe last night. ACH and uh, Leo Rush, and I said they still active right now. That was like super W, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think MLW they doing something tonight or it was last night. I don't, I'm I think it's lost in my night. days. Oh, I haven't. I, I haven't MLW seen it yet, so. Tuesday. But yeah, like I don't know. I'm really surprised. Maybe Zack Ryder just doesn't want to. Dude was in WWE for a minute. He probably has money. Oh yeah, he's been he's been there. He was there for what like 15 years. Just and then right now he got a sugar mama. His, his old girl right. still work with the company you, or whatever. You probably just kicking back with his toys and shit and fucking raking it you in. Think Oscar, you think Oscar was a screw up? No, no, no. For I a point in time, I, it time, felt that yes. way. But I mean, ultimately, she is better off than what she started. I believe. True. I think Shane is. I think Shane is one. I do, but not, I not don't. saying not saying she should already be champion or anything like that. But she's getting beat by like. You, you see, you see what you see what we do to ourselves here. I just said we was going not too long ago. We was going to leave WWE and just worm its way back in. Fucking what goddamn is. worms, man! It just <laughs> throw his way in there and it just stick. Well, I mean, big ass, big ass question. Yeah, but no, no. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a quick list of people that I think are huge NXT call ups that they screwed up. Um, Alistair Black was a screw up. To oh, me. Yes. yes, from the yes. jump, he was a big screw up. Uh, Lars Sullivan screwed himself. Yes, so that that's on him. Um, Tyler Breeze was a screw up. Yes, because he was over as hell down there. Um, the Ascension is like the gold standard. Oh, of yeah. oh boy, yeah, they, they were the goal. I don't understand how you go undefeated for two years, leave Ash champions, forfeit the belt, or lose the belts on your way out in NXT. Come up, have been built up as this monster group, and then you just job left and right, left and right, left and right. Um, Tucker is a screw up based on the fact that you know Otis had all the success and Tucker is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, them up. Yeah. Um, everybody else has been yeah okay. You know what I mean? Everybody else has been decent. Uh, I mean, you can't really call Lacey Evans a screw up because she had that moment in Saudi. She's beefing with Cardi B now, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And she's been predominantly featured on the show. Same thing with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is a former tag team champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's done her thing. Otis won money in the bank. Um, the the war uh, war raider Viking machine, whatever you want to call them, uh, they had a tag title run. Yeah. So I mean, they, do you they think? Pres- say, what about Sanity? 
Yeah, Sanity was another one. They they yeah. they botched the script on that one royally. They just dropped a grenade and then kept Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> not Andrade, not yet. No, Andrade, I can't consider him a screw up. No, no. Not yet, at least. And uh, Angel Garza is doing okay for what they're doing yeah. with him. Yeah. He's but he wasn't really a NXT guy, though. Like, he was only there for like a cup of coffee before they called him up. Yeah, because he was like, wasn't he in the Cruiserweight Classic? Then he was on 205 Live and then he went back to NXT because him won, and Leo Rush had a feud. Yeah. Yeah, he was on NXT for the for the title for a little bit. I want to say like about like what three months, maybe. If that, if that. Yeah. Because so. he lost the cruiserweight title at that World's Collide pay per view last year in January. Yeah, yeah. Devlin. To Devlin and yeah. Devlin still. Who, has I, who I've done a complete one eighty on or whatever. I used to like ah, it's a Bala clone, and then I <laughs> watch him work, and he kind of filled in his character. And I was like ah, I like that guy. I like Char- I I like Walter. To, to quote the great Charlie Murphy. This motherfucker had a big ass head, yo. <laughs> that's all I. Whenever I see Jordan Devlin, that's all that pops in my head. It's like, yo, yeah, yeah, it's just like they put the um, they put the code in on NBA Jam. He's yeah, you got a big ass head for real. But Devlin's like, and can we can, question? Are we ever gonna get that match? Him versus yeah. uh, the dude from uh, the dude from NXT that's the current cruiserweight champion. Are we yeah, ever getting Bar and um Devlin? That's I what hope, I've been waiting I on. Hope. Yeah. I hope he loses the Grand Metal League tonight. I don't even care if I said that. I love Grand Metal League, by the yeah, way. I, I think he's amazing. I don't know what they're doing about with him, but hey, hopefully, hopefully Lucha, there's the Lucha, title. Lucha Party been lit in 2021. They've won a few good matches. One's in the title match tonight. And Kalisto, the star of the group on SmackDown, nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Nowhere yeah. to be found. And he looks great. He came back looking ripped. Shredded. Shredded. No, no, what, I mean, is that another one? Because he was NXT tag champion as well, Lucha Dragons. I mean, yeah, he, won, but, uh, he won the U.S. title. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, won that. He had that big Mania. moment off the ladder against the Usos. Yeah. And then uh, was it him or was it uh, Sin Cara in the, uh, the the elimination chamber, the tag one where they flew off the top? I know this year it was Lince Dorado, but that I, first tag. I think one, it was Kalisto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was Kalisto too. Oh, which I, I'm not a fan of tag team elimination chamber matches, to be honest. Yeah, two big sweaty men sweating meat <laughs> in the chamber. Except, except I did mark out when Otis ran through that pod. He took oh, that shit. Because what do you think was going through his head? Like fuck, 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 fuck. Get to that burger on the other side of the glass. Because he was a big boy and he knew he was about to. Go. Tucker looked amazing in that match, actually. By the way, yeah. but, Tucker uh, is surprisingly good but he doesn't really get the chance to showcase it mm-hmm. you know he ain't he ain't what vince wants that's why i've been carrying crosses what vince wants I, that's why i said i hope he doesn't fuck it up hopefully he probably won't sh- uh scarlet that's what he won't <laughs> yeah because he uh, like oh all right uh, no, no 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 you go you go no, no, I, was, I was gonna say uh going back to the positive things about pro wrestling um yeah uh, the the tribute for Brody lee was phenomenal i uh, i can honestly say yes since either Owen or Eddie, I haven't felt emotionally like to the point where I'm going to cry watching a, a tribute show. And I won't lie, like the Eddie Kingston promo hit me so hard, hit me so hard. Um, the end of the night with Brody, uh, with negative one, Brody Jr. or whatever, that, that shit hit me. It like touched my soul, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other things, uh, the impact AEW thing is phenomenal. Tony Khan is the best heel in pro wrestling. When it comes to pro buying the commercials and shit, those commercials are pure 
like straight gold fire. I'm sorry. Tony Khan just roasted him. The best line of the whole thing was when he talks to Tony Schiavone. He goes, Tony, you worked for, for TNA, right? He goes, yeah, for one day. That was it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, he showed it for one day. He said, I worked there for one day and I quit the business for like 16 years or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That shit was golden. But uh, but no, I love I love what AEW is doing. I love what Tony's doing. And I said this before. I know I think I said it here and I said it on the show too. I feel like there is a big there's a there's a big opportunity when the world reopens and COVID is you know better or whatever, that Tony Khan is planning something huge. And like I said before, you own a football stadium. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You now own a wrestling company. You're you working the soccer, on soccer stadium too, I believe. Yep, over in the UK they own a soccer. I think it's like Fuller or Fulmer in the yeah. UK. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you have all of this stuff, right? You're now networking with Impact. You're networking with New Japan. Working with AAA. Like I said before, what's stopping this man from throwing his own annual once a year, you know, Worlds Collide or you know what I'm saying, WrestleFest or whatever the fuck he wants to call it, and just have everybody from every company come over. And yeah. I and I and personally, I was to save this take for, on Sunday for the show. Your main event for that show could be Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi. The match that about, me and Anomaly talked about that last night. It, yeah. That could be the match. It could be the match to main event. Like you want to sell out a football stadium? There's your main event. You know what I'm saying? You can get Okada to come down here and fight somebody else. You can have the guys from the Bullet Club come back. You got the guys in Impact that you're working with, the young X Division guys, the X Division versus the Super Juniors. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. That'd be fucking amazing. That would be greatness. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the guys from AAA, the Luchadors that that are down there. You know what I'm saying? You can have Los Ingobernables in Mexico. All of them just get back together. Yeah. All of them either get back together or battle for the rights to who owns the name or some shit. You know what I mean? There's so many possibilities with all of these companies if they work together. And I know everybody as fans go, oh, who's going to go over? Who's going to do this? I don't care. I don't You care. win. I we win. win. We win. <laughs> we win. You know what I'm saying? As fans, we all win. So I don't know when, Tony, if he's ever going to do it, but just imagine that possibility of something like that occurring. And hell, even Triple H says they're open to working with people. What if NXT goes and is represented? Like that's the WWE representation for something like that. You know I, mean? I would love that. I would love it, but I can't mm-hmm. see that happening. I mean, hey, you know, you never know. I remember it's the wrestling business. Never say never. How remember great that. do you think WWE? <laughs> How great do you think WWE is going to be when Triple H actually runs it? I don't think he'll actually run it. Mm-mm. So who do you think takes Vince's spot? Like. Who do you think will be the Vince when Vince leaves? Don't say Bruce Pritchard. Uh, oddly enough, I think it might be Shane. Oh, which I'm I, cool with. I'm okay with Shane. I, I'm, I'm just, cool with anyone, but I'm cool with damn anyone but Vince. Yeah. I, I, oddly enough, I think it might be Shane. I, I actually have a take about how to Ooh. fix Raw. Do tell me. And I and I have been waiting forever to say this take. Oh, and I'm happy oh, I can I'm, say I'm, it. I've been waiting forever to hear it then. I got two people. Two words for you. No, no, I got two people. No, two people (laughs) that would piss off the wrestling world. But if you really think about it, how much worse can it get? Mm -hmm. There are two people who I say, Vince, 
let them take over Raw. Holla, holla, holla. No, 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 no. <laughs> the first person, I will say, let him take over Raw. Internet wrestling community, get ready to destroy me. Vince Russo. Oh. Give him the reins. <laughs> Give him the reins. Oh. I say it. You know why? Why Could not? he do any worse? Yes. Yeah, true enough. But if you think about it, but Nick, here's the thing, right? Because I know you, you you always say you're the younger fan, right? Rob, if you go back in time, when Vince Russo was in WWE, they were succeeding. They were drawing ratings. Yes, it isn't what traditional wrestling fans want to see, but he knew how to draw in the crap, the casual crowd. He knew how to make these storylines feel somewhat important. Everybody on the roster was involved in something. No matter who it was, from the top to the bottom, they were involved in something. Is he someone that you would trust with your money? Fuck no. But he was the guy that Vince McMahon listened to. You know what I'm saying? Or that Vince McMahon, like, he listened to Vince, but Vince also controlled what he wanted to do. So if he wants to go over the top, Vince can be like, nope, we're not going to go over the top that way, but we can change it up and do it like this. But it would still be somewhat entertaining. Yeah, it'd be some, yeah, amicable. It'd be uh, like some kind who, of you know middle ground. Yes. Who's the second then? The second person, Jeff Jarrett. Is Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> it's Jeff Jarrett. I'm being dead serious. You want me to tell you why? Jeff he's Jarrett, motherfucker, smart. Regardless, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jeff Jarrett is very smart. Fun fact: when the whole trial thing was going on back in the '80s with uh, him and you know what I'm saying in the courts and stuff. The guy Vince was originally supposed to leave the company to if he was to go to jail was Jerry Jarrett, Jeff's dad. Yeah. And if you think about it, when we talk about, you know, the next young generation of wrestlers, you could bring out a guy like Jeff Jarrett and make him the quote unquote authority or the boss mm -hmm. because he knew how to develop that next set of talent. If you think about what happened 15, 20 years ago with TNA, he developed AJ Styles. He yeah. developed Jay Lethal. James Storm, Bobby Roode. He was able to develop young talent and learn how to get them over. He got people over based on the fact, and he understood how to use legends and young talent and mesh them together where eventually the young talent would get over on the legends. Mm -hmm. So as much as people would be like, oh, that's insane, that's stupid. No, it wouldn't be. Trust me, Jeff Jarrett is a wrestling mind as well as a hey. business mind. Yeah, you're not right. Because regardless of you know the failures and success of TNA or whatever the case may be, Jared was there, but he also knew when to get the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When he seen that shit going down. He was just like, "All right, I'm gonna sell a portion of this company, and I'm gonna slide back a little bit." And then after he's like, "This shit was going down," he's like, "I holla," <laughs> and he was yep. gone. Yep. <laughs> But no, I mean, like, like I said, I know the internet wrestling community is probably looking at me like, what the fuck is this motherfucker smoking? You know what I'm saying? But in all actuality, why not? You know, hey, man, I, I am all for Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is my wrestling deity. He is the uh, one that brought New Japan into my life. Exactly. I'm with you know, he broke too. the deal for you know that, uh, that Wrestle Kingdom pay-per-view to be broadcast in the United States and whatnot. So I am forever grateful to Jeff Jarrett. He also gave me AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. I mean, I am I am grateful to this man. He fucking Kurt Angle wife. That's weird, but <laughs> that's, 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 with that's, that's a whole. That's his personal but, shit. I don't give a fuck about that. That's yeah, you, yeah, you do what you do. <laughs> but, but let me ask you then. So who do you 
Do we all agree? Do you guys actually think Vince retires ever or he goes till he dies? Oh, Vince is going to go till he die. He so, do you think this, so do you think there's a better chance of Vince retiring? Or I'll, I'll say this guy's name. Punk coming back in the ring. In the ring. Punk coming back in the ring. Yeah, Punk. Because Vince, Vince ain't going to leave till he like 110. <laughs> And he's he a healthy dude, right? He, From my he got understanding, stem cells in his desk drawer and shit. He freaking no, he on a serious baby note, fetuses for breakfast and shit. He he ain't he'll live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on a serious note, does Vince have like health problems at all? I heard rumors that he has some type of health problem, but I haven't really read anything on it or looked it up. But that's something you rarely hear. In- yeah, yeah. You I mean, the motherfucker just jumped off a stage at WrestleMania. So yeah, he just. Stop being a bitch, Gronk. Look, woo, look, woo. <laughs> he just, he just aged. It's yeah, funny, aged. like he jumped in the bag, then he looked up at him, like, like you ready, bitch? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't even know, man. Yeah, that's all I really had. I don't know. So I guess so. Who? I'm, I am I just. You know, I'm not wishing death or ill will on anybody, hey, but no. it, I, same, it's going to be here. interesting times whenever. That time comes went to where either he steps down for whatever reason, if that's the reason, or if uh, he passes away, or whatever the case may be, wrestling will forever change. Mm. And is I'm I'm waiting for that. Imagine the tribute that dude's gonna get. Oh, he deserves it. He will be. He will, They will put him in the Hall of Fame. That's when they'll put him in. After yeah, he's that, gone. yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't go till he's gone. I bet you. He so, didn't even I bet go why you're still here. <laughs> I bet you the same with the Triple H character. If Triple H, he'll probably go in as Evolution, right? Do we agree Evolution will probably yeah. go in eventually? Well, he's, he's already in with DX. He already yeah, in, so yeah. He'll, so he'll probably go in with Evolution. Mm-hmm. But I don't see Triple H yeah. himself Triple going H in. will be the first three-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> no, Rick Flair. Triple H. Three-time. You see what I'm saying? He'll go in by well, he'll go in with DX, he'll go in with evolution, and he'll go in by itself. Well, and I'll say Rick Flair one. Rick Flair would be one too. Because Rick Flair, he's in with the four horsemen, then he'd be in with evolution too. True, true. Uh, but I'll say this about Vince. I, I know a lot of people, we all joke about how Vince is out of touch and all this other shit. Like like you said, Rob, the day Vince dies, the wrestling world will change forever. Like we are all going to mourn this man once he's gone. Oh yeah. That's the that's the best way I can put it. Because like if he's gone for good, he's gone for good. What up, uh, what up, Carl? <laughs> What's happening? Carl just walked into the door. Carl! Carl! I'm going to take the headset out real quick. What's happening? Carl! Let's <laughs> Carl! What, what happens when Vince dies? Oh, like he was just saying, the wrestling world is going to, like, change. Forever. Yeah. It's, I mean... First of all, it all depends, like, as far as WWE-wise, it depends on, like, who's going to take it over. If Triple H, if Triple H is going to be the one, is going to be the beneficiary, I think we're going to be on, we're going to be okay. We're going to get, like, a whole entirely different product. Like, it's going to revert back to the NWA days mm-hmm. with, you know, like, um, with being mostly a sport-based wrestling product. But if, but if he, if there's some type of keep it the way I want it, then, yeah, we're Hey, before we go into wrestling, I know the Patriots didn't do that good this year, but we did better than Carl. Sorry, ass Cowboys. Oh, right. sure the fuck did. I feel so bad for your last year that football game. Dude, we, we couldn't. So I just challenge the damn play. 
You would have challenged that catch. But you know he he actually had the ball, right? I saw him land on the ball. Oh, it is what it is. Like I, I you know what? I'd rather have a six, but we're probably gonna get like eighth, but I'll take that over like sixteen. It's okay. So y'all need number one for eight years straight. Ooh, Ooh. You bring in pamphlets? What is this? <laughs> B Rob, what's happening? Man, I'm just I'm just draped in gold, baby. That's how we do it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the picture earlier. Oh, oh, I feel left out. Yeah. You got ice cube. That works. Yeah. yeah. Ice cube hurting the business, I guess. We good. Hey, hey, hey. Pray, prayers to Dr. Dre. Prayers to yeah, Dr. Dre. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he, he's sick or something. I caught a little. I, I managed to catch a little bit. You know, I, I literally just got off work. I came to pick up something. I'm like, let me drop this off and then. Ooh, crash, bitches! Can y'all even? So, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta ask Carl. So, did you, did you, so you see how Drew and Goldberg are fighting each other? <sighs> uh, <laughs> I guess we need First to get his, we, we need to get his Rumble Mania outtake quick. Did did I miss did I miss B Rob's go the fuck home Goldberg? No, we actually did. Rob's never done one on Goldberg. Surprisingly. Oh, I'm ready I, for it, though. I'm ready for it. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh. I am for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Rob, sorry. Pressure's on. I mean, I mean, I, I gave I'm you. Cash it in, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Ah, it in. Oh, oh, didn't even do one. God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on. Do I got to put a minute on the clock? I was, I was prepared to let it go. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is, wait, wait. Is this? Is this? Matt Hardy talk about he's the greatest tag team champion of all time. What did Who you said know? that? Nah, nah, that was a convincing argument. Who said Who that? What? Who said what? You, did, you didn't see that video? Oh no, you didn't. What? Wait, Matt, Hardy Matt Hardy talking about he the greatest, him and him and um Jeff are the greatest tag team of all time, and he repeated it like thirty times during the video. Was this an old video or a recent oh, video? This came out like a couple of days ago. Like, it was like two, two days, days ago. ago. Yeah, like two two days, days ago. ago. You know, I'm not gonna gripe too much about that because I mean, I won't say they are the. Put that shit. Yeah, down. that's it. Put that shit down. I want to see that shit. Send it to him after. Yeah. Send it to me after. I don't that bullshit. <laughs> he made compelling arguments, like he said. You know, they did win multiple tag team titles, and stuff. but they were mostly in WWE. Aside from the the regional ones that he got, but then they did mention Impact ones. Yeah. Well, they they did do like a little title sweep or whatever before they came back to WWE or whatever. True. They had the ROH titles, I believe, and yep. they had a couple of other promotions. And the uh, TNA Impact titles and all yeah. that. I mean, they, they did a sweep, but I mean, they never they never been to Japan or nothing like that. So I mean, it's Go a compelling argument. I, I'm not gonna say that they're the best, but they're one of the best but that's only a part off. due to the hand that the Dudleys played into that if they were never in those TLC matches they would have never been shit I said it god damn it Jeff Hardy God rest his soul I know he ain't dead but daggone he should, <laughs> he Multiple time champion right now. I mean, I know he is in a certain sense, but I mean, he should have he should have a current run right now as yes. WWE champion. He could have had two runs currently, along with Bobby Lashley, along with MVP. 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 <laughs> MVP. 
I ain't saying a heavyweight title run, but uh, at least an Intercontinental or U.S. title. I think he did already, but uh, that was like Fugazi shit or whatever. It wasn't like an official title win. Yeah, no. Yeah, MVV just held the belt and he brought in the new belt, which I, if I can thank Vince for anything, I I thank him for that. (laughs) That my favorite motherfucking United States champion, MVP, introduced another title uh introduced a new title and was able to freaking work with some young talent and get the title anyway i'm i'm ranting MVP MVP. Oh, hands down and then yeah. you have goldberg and then goldberg that's Nick, why you gotta keep sorry, that shit up? sorry. <laughs> <Son of a laughs> bitch. man greatest goldberg match i've ever seen was him versus ddp Halloween mm-hmm. Havoc 98, and most of the people yeah. didn't see it because the pay-per-view live feed cut off. Yeah, which you can watch on the WWE Network, not sponsored by this show. Um, for $9.99. Yeah, for $9.99. Yeah, I'm, that, that's the greatest Goldberg match you will ever see. Greatest Goldberg match you will ever see. You can talk about him and Brock, little match or whatever. That's the sudden thing. They little match that they did. Uh, but, nah, fuck that dude. <laughs> fuck that dude. I, 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 can't, I can't even formulate nothing to say about it. Dude. I'm just like, fuck that dude. Period. He hurts himself <laughs> more than, he, I mean, he, look what he did to Bret Hart. That's all you got to say. That's all I got to say. Look what he did to himself at the Saudi show. Ran his own fucking head into the goddamn post. Which made old ass Undertaker have to carry him. What the fuck are we doing? Was that 2020? Yeah. No, no it was 2019. And goddamn Undertaker. Was February. Wasn't it February? No, no, no. Because Goldberg beat the. Yeah, it was 2020. No, 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Billion dollars. That means it's. Fucking wrong. <laughs> it's fucking wrong. It shouldn't never be a Goldberg Undertaker match in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015, 
we never got that. That was uh, Batista. yeah, that was like the JBL Batista. That's gonna be this coming up. But, but you heard the story about what happened at uh, Goldberg's Hall of Fame speech, right? Half of the arena was already gone. Oh, yeah, because that shit was like damn near the wrestlers the were gone because, like myself, yeah. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Well, I also think they have that bitch go too late because that was the year Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I think, went off on the tangent. Because then if you notice, if you watch the 2019 Mania, that one was way quicker. Besides the hard one, Bret Hart got kind of attacked. Got tackled and shit. And it pisses me off, too, because I thought that was such a... I, oh, he got me. See, here's here's see, what I I'll say about Goldberg, right? Dear William Goldberg, I want one match with you and one match with you only. Retire. Oh my God! Please fight Matt Riddle. Oh, I man. will. I will take back everything that I have to say about Goldberg if you fight Matt Riddle. Fight Matt Riddle. That's all I want. I, I, I will. T- I, I will. I will never. I would never say another disparaging word about Bill Goldberg if he fought Matt Riddle. Fight Matt he Riddle. Though. That's, That's right. Because you don't want Matt Riddle smoke. You don't want that smoke. I'm sorry. You can come in. Yeah. You can politic all you want. You ain't never gonna get that. So fight Riddle. Fight Riddle if you want my respect back. Same thing with Brock. Hey Brock, fight Riddle. Please fight Riddle. Uh, Brock would probably fuck him up. Oh, though, Brock would probably like, fight, fight that motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want that match. <laughs> want smoke, I want that match. I told you this, right? Yep. <laughs> Who's that old person? That's me and Nick. That's, That's Nick. me. Remember from the group chat? And then I was John Cena. Oh yeah, I mean, damn... Yeah, Brock Come on, show. show. Unfortunately, Brock Eddie's not here. We're all tall. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie. I'm sorry, Eddie. God I love damn. you. No, no, no. You guys don't even hear the worst part of it. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, be getting fired up, man. He be getting fired on, fired oh. on, and fired up. It's okay. He's a tough little guy. Um, <laughs> but no. Why you hey, man. Why are you I being short with that dude right now? <laughs> I, I love Eddie. I love Eddie. But when the show's over for the next like. 20 minutes after Sunday's show, him and Kyle, Kyle just kept going off and just stopped. I was like, Kyle, leave him alone. He has a short fuse. God damn. <laughs> Man, why you got to bring up the shortcomings like that? Let, let's just say whenever they're walking down the stairs, Eddie always makes sure Kyle goes first in case he has to kick. <laughs> bring KP, but yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And that's oh, that. No, we have nothing to love for Eddie. Eddie's hilarious. All right. But, I mean, shit, Carl, Carl, what, what, what you got on the docket, man? I mean, what, what, what you got to say about professional wrestling as a whole? What, what you got? Oh, uh, damn. On the spot. Hey, remember, I wasn't expecting this. Um, I missed Wrestle Kingdom, but shout out to Cody Ibushi. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's my we, favorite. We, we reviewed the show last night. You can go into the archives on randomrob.com and look for Wrestling is Trash. <laughs> shout out to Anomaly for doing that. Um. AEW now okay loved the Brody episode loved everything I was, I was like this close to coming here on UWO with a stack of papers and throwing in my Kyle and then leaving <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just watching it y'all talking about it I'm just like why like like you supposed to bring cool. me papers and she didn't bring me papers she bring you papers gotta throw papers on her oh, I can't mm-hmm. hey man you, you don't be throwing no papers at no lady she give you the wrong papers you it was half she, she got all the good papers. She got like the 110 pound papers and shit. She's a crafter. Oh, yeah. Hurt more. Yeah, that, yeah, she got the concussion papers. Hmm. 
Um, WWE, uh, there's like so much going on. There is some good things going on that people have tendencies to like not want to look at because it is to me, it just seems like a lot of people like to shit on WWE for the sake of shitting on WWE, but they tend to like ignore all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know if you heard about the whole Cardi B and yeah, yeah, Kevin things. Kind of stupid, but they could use that to his advantage. I just want to see Cardi B pull up, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting Like, up. they have so much good stuff. Um, the Royal, the Rumble's coming up. Do I do I think it's going to top last year's Rumble? Absolutely not. Hell no. I haven't closed it. Did y'all discuss uh, Terry crying over cold shoulders? Man, fuck Terry. Oh, is everybody cool to me? Yeah. I mean, he he who shall not be named. That's how I feel about him. <laughs> I don't like him. Fuck him. To quote Big Swole, I don't think that's the reason why, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shit, Nick, Nick saw my reaction to that shit at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, with you. Yeah, and I'm sitting in the chair like. I was booing with you. Yeah, uh-huh. You... You was like, yeah, Hogan, nah. and he looked over at me like, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <Hogan. laughs> right. hey, this is this is where the young fandom in me kicks in. I don't know shit about Hogan all like that, so fuck. Did I say I'm like, did you watch a Hogan match? <laughs> like, are you yeah, old his, enough to watch? Like, yeah, to his, not known Hogan in his prime from him and The Rock on. <laughs> the only thing that Hogan did to make me pop was damn when he did the freaking RKO. <laughs> Whenever. And for those people who are wondering when we're going to get over this, it's been about 400 years. We're still waiting. Yes. So trust me, Terry, you can just join the line. No, the only people that has the only people that discuss reparations for black people was on a fictional show called Watchmen. <laughs> Give it to me. He just said it. He said maybe Terry's in the crowd in DC right now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I mean, do we have anything else that we want to <laughs> on the docket before we slide out of here? I'm hungry. <laughs> Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. <laughs> Nick, you leave that? Yeah, yeah I can tell. Oh, beautiful sun. I know, sun. Yeah, oh, it's like sunny. Oh, it's about to get dark in like four minutes up here. Yeah. yeah one. One thirty here. Ten, ten. They extends for like two minutes after Ooh, the new year. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a quiet one, bro. Hey, man. Just like Ali said, they'll pump up the noise for him. I'll get into yeah. him. Yeah, we talked about it. thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Oh my god! Yeah, this is why I love Ali so much. Like. The kid is gold. You know what? This could be a potent. This could has potential to resurrect retribution. Yeah. If they go with this, but we know that they're not. But the go the story's right there. You, you, like what, it's what's funny right though? Here in front of their faces, and they're not gonna go with it. It was also funny about that too. Is um our truth of sitting there like, hey dog. Hey man, you 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 threatening my job security, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, I saw a meme that said, "Why does our truth always look spooked out on Raw Talk?" He does. He always looks spooked out. Nah, because it's just like 
our truth had that moment in the sun too to where he was speaking some real shit but it it quickly turned to all this shenanigans uh, shucking and jiving little jimmy bullshit real quick and i'm wondering if you know he knows something that those guys don't because ali was talking that real shit that our truth on the time did and was quickly turned off to that. And now our troop is sitting there like, hey man, he talking that real shit, dog. You need to you need to calm the fuck down before you be in some shit. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck <laughs> in the barbershop. But here's the thing though, they could turn they could turn it around. Lovely. They can, but will they? All they get all these all the talent that's being underutilized, and he just starts preaching. And we know Ali can preach. He's one of the few wrestlers that don't need a script, that they don't let have a script. Remember, he was doing the old um cutting promos on a camera phone. Shout out to the Nah. But uh Vince gave him the blessing to do that. Yeah. Run with it. The story is there. Use it. I mean, it's, it's, I it's almost in the vein of like um what the what AEW is doing with Darby Allen. They're just like, hey man, just do your own vignettes, do your own promos. Just yeah, exactly. take the camera out and go do what you're gonna do. And that's the same thing. Ali was doing that before Darby was. Yeah. yeah. And I just like, whatever, man. It's whatever, man. It's anyway, it's making me sad the more that I think about it that what Carl's handed. Will they capitalize on it? No. No. But it's, if there's a chance, I'm I'm willing to, you know, have some solace in that. Just hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. You know, it could be like that cult of punk, you know, when he was out there preaching to him and everything. You look, Ali got the long hair too, man. He can be he, skin of bronze. He could be Jesus like. He can have mm-hmm. a. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm with you on Jesus. that. Man. You know, he ain't he ain't the Monday Night Messiah. We don't want none of that shit. Get that, no. fuck, get that the fuck out of here. But just be Take what you have. We'll be, we'll be under retribution and just say, hey, this is who I am. This is why we're doing this. They started out hot, but they fucked it up. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like the idea that you couldn't tell who they were. I mean, I, there was some that were obvious, but like it was a mob of motherfuckers, and you like you might think it's Mercedes Martinez, or you might think it's this person, but it's you know they all Malcolm Bivens. And it was just fucking amazing. I, I like that whole concept. They just mobbed the motherfucking building. You know, he say what he got to say, and then they they dip out, they beat some ass, and it's cool. They could have stuck with that, but pandemic. I'm, I'm always forever say that until I'm proven wrong that they have a limited right? staff and this is yeah. all, all they can do. But that's par from the course. I'm gonna put this last comment on the screen. Then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I'm getting pissed. And Nick is hungry, and I'm starting to get there too. <laughs> I, I, gotta go, I gotta go food shopping a little bit too. Yeah. So, gentlemen, we're gonna go that way to Nick. This way to Nick. There you go. I found it. Tell them where they can find you on social media. There you go. Nick, yeah. Nick Anacelli, my name. There, on Twitter and Instagram. Word. What what y'all got down here, down yonder? Well, you can find me at MrBird1027 everywhere and at Codex Prime Podcast, where we will be back next week, Ooh. myself included. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find me pretty much everywhere. Twenty seven, Cortex Fine Podcast. Slopes. Uh, UWO Podcast on Facebook, uh, on all audio forums as well. Uh, UWO four hundred one on Twitter. Um, and my Twitch, 
Mazda 401, uh, where I teach Carl how to DJ. Ah. My house. And it actually had you real work with some real turntables instead of a you controller. don't all you do is push a button. You do the same thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Better. We'll, we'll, we'll see the difference. But you know what? The adventures of Brian and Carl gotta come back to them. Yeah. So yeah. I'm down to see a battle with you on actual turntables and you on the uh freaking fuser. I, I'm down to see that. Of the wrestling themes, you gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> that and the wrestling themes thing you guys did was pretty dope. I actually did like the wrestling theme one, that was fun. That was fun. Oh, the uh, um, we oh, the versus battle, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that, that was pretty legit. Word, but on behalf of myself and uh, these lovely array of gentlemen here, yes, I called you lovely. Isn't they lovely? Isn't they wonderful? Isn't they lovely? See, there you go. Um, follow Wrestling is Trash on social media platforms to include Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash, uh, Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash. You can find all the episodes, video and audio on randomrob.com. And that's it. We out this bitch. <laughs>